She keeps to the outside of the sidewalk, away from the walls and the ragged figures who lean against them. Ostensibly, they want small change, but Tony sees them in a more sinister light. They are spies, scouting the territory before a mass invasion. Or else they are refugees, the walking wounded, in retreat before the coming onslaught. Either way, she steers clear. Desperate people alarm her. She grew up with two of them. They'll hit out. They'll grab at anything. This part of Queen has settled down a little. Several years ago, it was wilder, more risky. But the rents have gone up, and a lot of the second-hand bookstores and scruffier artists are gone. The mix is still fringe fashion, Eastern European deli, wholesale office furniture, country and Western beer drinkers' bars, but there are brightly lit donut shops now, trendy night spots, clothes with meaningful labels. The recession, however, is deepening. There are more buildings for sale. There are more closed-out boutiques, and saleswomen lurk in the doorways of those still open, aiming defeated, pleading stares at the passers-by, their eyes filled with baffled rage. Prices slashed, say the windows. That would have been unheard of at this time last year, two months before Christmas. The glistening dresses on the blank-faced or headless mannequins are no longer what they seemed, the incarnation of desire. Instead, they look like party trash, crumpled paper napkins, the rubble left by rowdy crowds or looting armies. Although nobody saw them or could say for certain who they were, the goths and the vandals have been through. So thinks Tony, who could never have worn those dresses anyway. They are for women with long legs, long torsos, long, graceful arms. You're not short, Roz tells her. You're petite. Listen, for a waist like that, I'd kill. But I'm the same thickness all the way down, says Tony. So what we need is a blender, says Roz. We'll put in your waist and my thighs, and we'll split the difference. Fine by you? If they had been younger... Such conversations might have pointed to serious dissatisfactions with their own bodies, serious longings. By this time, they're just repertoire, more or less. There's Roz now, waving to her outside the toxique. Tony comes up to her, and Roz stoops, and Tony stretches up her face, and they kiss the air on both sides of each other's heads, as has lately become the fashion in Toronto, or in certain layers of it, Roz parodies the ritual by sucking in her cheeks so her mouth is a fish mouth and crossing her eyes. Pretentious? Moi? she says. Tony smiles, and they go in together. The Toxique is one of their favorite places. Not too expensive, and with a buzz, though it's a little arch, a little grubby. Plates arrive with strange textures sticking to their undersides, the waiters may have eyeshadow or nose rings. The waitresses tend to wear fluorescent leg warmers and leather mini shorts. There's a long smoked glass mirror along one side, salvaged from some wrecked hotel. Posters of out-of-date alternative theater events are glued to the walls, and people with pallid skin and chains hanging from their somber, metal-studded clothing slouch through to the off-limits back rooms or confer together on the splintering stairs that lead down to the toilets. The toxic specials are a chevin roasted pepper sandwich, 
a Newfoundland cod cake, and a sometimes mucilaginous giant salad with a lot of walnuts and shredded roots in it. There's baklava and tiramisu and strong, addictive espresso. They don't go there at night, of course, when the rock groups and the high decibels take over. But it's good for lunch. It cheers them up. It makes them feel younger and more daring than they are. Karis is already there, sitting in the corner at a red formica table with gold sprinkles baked into it and aluminum legs and trim, which is either authentic fifties or else a reproduction. She's got them a bottle of white wine already and a bottle of Evian water. She sees them and smiles, and airy kisses go round the table. Today, Karis is wearing a sagging mauve cotton jersey dress with a fuzzy gray cardigan over top and a